Memphis wrestling is hotter than ever. Join us Sunday, April 10th, everybody dies. But one, the murder hawk monster Lance Archer returns to Memphis wrestling to go one-on-one with the gun show, Brett Michaels. Then, on Friday, April 15th, Memphis Wrestling and the American Hostile Championship Wrestling are coming to Ripley, Tennessee's National Guard Armory for a hostile takeover. Tickets start at just six bucks and get yours at championshipwrestlingmemphis.com. And on April 16th, Memphis Wrestling Saturday Night returns to the Wrestle Center with special guest Impact Wrestling megastar, outlandish Zicky Dice. That's Saturday, April 16th at the Wrestle Center. All tickets are on sale now. Get yours right now at championshipwrestlingmemphis.com. American Hostile Championship Wrestling's on tour with the following upcoming events. Campbell, Missouri, April the 9th with Rhino! Gar! 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 Ladies and gentlemen, the Man Beast Rhino is here! On April the 9th at the Community Center in Campbell, Missouri at 360-45 State Highway, WWF. Bell times at 7.30, advance tickets $10 and at the door for 12. You'll see Chris Hayes, Rude, Trick Daniels, Jason Vaughn, The Young Goats, Denzel Rollins, Mark Southern Jr., Big Jack Parker, Justin Case, Austin, The Reaper Bolo, and special guests, Cookie St. James and Cash McCoy. April the 9th, Rhino! Gar! 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 For ticket information, call 636-232-3313. That's 636-232-3313. Be there! Gar! Gar! Hey, just a quick reminder, subscriber of $5, $7, or $10 at www.patreon.com slash shooting the shiznit without a G. That's right, shooting the shiznit without a G. This episode is also brought to you by Spunk Loop. Com. Remember when you're getting funky like a monkey, if you know what I mean, you spunky. That's right. Go to www.spunkloop.com and tell them STS Pod sent you. We can all help prevent suicide. The National Suicide Prevention Lifeline provides 24-7 free and confidential support for people in distress and also prevention and crisis resources for you and your loved ones. Call 1-800-273-8255. Five, four, three, two, one. Are we doing this? Wait for it. Wait for it. Pow! <laughs> it's time for What the Fuck. Every first episode of the month, Brian and Lance look over the crazy wrestling and MMA stories of the month. Welcome, What the Fuckers. What the Fuck Buddies. What the Fucking Ears. What the Fuck Nicks. What the Fuck Yourselves. What the Fuck Nuts. And whatever the fuck you want to call yourself. That's right, guys. This is What the Fuck for it. Wait for it. Here's Brian and Lance. All right, all right, we're live from 304 Studios in Jones. 
Hillsboro, Arkansas. This is stspod.club production. I'm BT, and if you joined us, you guys know that's Lance over there. But Lance, yep. I always give you this huge, long introduction. And last night in the Facebook group, you almost got blocked. Almost. Uh, almost got blocked close. for something you said about a, the acclaim. And, yep. and you told me, you said that those kids just say dirty, nasty stuff, yep. and you don't like it. So I actually went out today, and I found footage from Chicago. That's right. Uh The last time that the acclaim was in Chicago, and you didn't want to tell me this, but they actually (laughs) had a rap about you. So sit back. Sit back and watch. This is your introduction for the night. Excellent. Facebook and tell me S-T-F-U-P-O-S. He's such a fanboy, he will not confess. And home of the WNBA World Champions, Chicago Sky. That How'd you like an, that, man? That, that was, was an improvement. It, it was an improvement. I don't know what got into him, but it got better as it went along. So I will say, Bowens, I like Bowens, and Bowens actually did. We're not going to talk about it. They're court. both so talented. You, you don't. Let me say, I don't even want to talk about it about yeah, the claim because that's, I feel like they're both so talented. One day you'll say, "I bet you said that about John Cena too," because you don't like rap. Music. No, I like said, John Cena. I like when Cena he came out beginning. rapping. You even yeah, liked him. I did because he was talented. <laughs> so anyway, you know where we're at. We're in the simple Seven Up studio. Up, simple Seven Up. Simple okay. Seven Up. That's right. So you had said, "I bet it tastes like Seven Up," and then I tried it and i'm like yep tastes like seven up yeah i don't get it i don't know what the deal is with simple seven up but we're in their studios anyway so thank you to simple seven up for sponsoring us tonight so that was a pretty good acclaimed uh bit well that's a good introduction to you yeah Yeah. yeah, i know people can't tell that that was any edit of that done just to let everybody well no we do not own that song so there we go we we just want to say that we're not trying to do copyright things you know uh but Cap- real quick Caster, let me do- caster's gonna wet his horns if you keep messing with him like that right, i know wet his horns i wish you would no oh uh, so right <laughs> now let me do the business like we always do at the front of yep. wtf every uh every month uh 24 increase over last year last year was a record month it was the record march was until I guess February of this year, it stayed our our biggest listens ever. Uh, but mm-hmm. this makes it the biggest March ever. Uh, 132% increase over last year. So we're still nice. rocking, guys. 
uh, the top three shows that not including anything to do with Memphis wrestling, because I'm also including the shooting star uh, with Dustin Star. That episode got the most listens of any episode this month, and that's the first time since we started doing uh, uh, rolling into Memphis that we had another episode, but it mm-hmm. had something to do with Memphis. So here we go. The top three was the cassette wrestling news episode with Dennis Carluzzo, which you just listened to. It has a yeah. hilarious part with his son getting on. He picks Carluzzo. up the phone. Yeah, get off the phone. <laughs> Number two, it that was episode five five nine five five six was Dynamite Revolution with me and you and Eric. And I know this is going to surprise you, but the number one episode last month, uh, WTF554, guys, go back and watch it, listen to it, whatever. It's up on YouTube. I just want to remind everybody, if you're in Southeast Missouri, Northeast Arkansas, Blytheville, if you're in Blytheville, yeah, uh, go to the Facebook of American Hostile Championship Wrestling. Big, big show in Campbell, Missouri, this Saturday night. And man, they're doing all these promos on the mm-hmm. on the actual website instead of doing them on their Facebook personal page. They and, and they're all these Southern boys, but man, they are good. They're just so good. Mm-hmm. I was so impressed. So go to their Facebook page, get some tickets, tell them BT and Lance sent you. And so with all that we had to do, we're we're about twenty minutes into a show already. Yep. Guess what? It's time for the countdown. So before we get started, I need to uh, show uh, you my the T-shirt I'm wearing today. You know, just making sure everybody knows it's opening Chicago day. Sky? Chicago no, Sky? opening oh, day. Uh, it's the Dodgers yes, it opening is. day it in is. baseball. So life begins anew on opening day. So very happy that baseball is back. So we are in the WTF News Desk Studios, right, my friend? Yes, we are. We're ready for so, it. And we had that little theme song you always let's go. But I actually have. I'm gonna let you get started on. Counting them down, and I've yep. got some visual aid. It's going to go up there right above your head where the Excellent. WTF logo is. When nice. you start talking about when you start talking about the step match, we're oh, going to that's have right. a visual so, aid. All right. Excellent. I think I'm pretty sure. I don't know if I'm going to want this above my head, but it kind of is symbolic because it's a ladder match. So, all right. So, we start where we always do. Stipulation match at number 10. So, I know you're not going to believe this, but we're going to DDT. I tried. What? I really did. I tried what? going to a different promotion. I had one from a different promotion that was going to be the, the stip match for this month. Let, but me, DDT let me call somebody. Let me out. call somebody. I know. They aced it out at the end of the month. So, the card is called the Daydream Believer 2022 card. I believe we covered the monkeys on TRS a couple months ago. So, Daydream Believer is the name of the card. It was March 27th in Cork and Hall. It was an OBAC ladder match. And what OBAC? No, okay, O-back. let me go ahead and put it up. Not there, Ryback. So everybody... Not Ryback. Here we go. OBAC. There you go, there folks. Is. That yep. is the OBAC. So the OBAC, and <laughs> for those of you not watching, OBAC is a men's brief that has a hole, a round hole on the back side of it. So it's like a sexy men's brief that you would buy at probably an adult bookstore or something. So it's called the OBAC ladder match. And so the the uh, goal of the match is to climb the ladder and get down these men's underwear and put them on. That was the like the, the weirdest part. So sexy Eno retains the extreme title by beating Shunma Katsumata. The winner climbs the ladder, gets the underwear, puts them on. So Shunma, who's the baby face, gets up there and gets the underwear, but then our old friend Don Shaco Dino attacks. And beats him down. And it turns out he's nude under the towel. So he can't get oh up. He God. can't get the underwear. So the other guy, this sexy Eno, ends up putting on the underwear. And he retains the title. So, But after the beatdown is over, Shunma goes and retrieves the underwear after they had already been soiled. And he puts them on. He says, I'm a man of my word. I'm going to put on the underwear. So he did. So the OBAC ladder match is our stipulation match at number 10. Sounds like a night at the Trammel House, I'm pretty sure. It is, and right there, as y'all guys can see, not in Memphis, all episodes of Memphis in May. That'll be the next giveaway. But in July, it's yeah. going to be hot in July. And guess what? We're giving OBAC. away a free pair of OBAC, OBAC. underwear. Now, yeah, should, baby. should we order, like, medium, large, or should we just wait till we award the winner? 
Well, if, if we award the winner, they're all going to say large. large. So, you know, so we'll have to get large. Probably, yeah, giggity, so. giggity. So, all right, at number nine, everybody has the large <laughs> underpants. So, all right, at number nine, J.J. Dillon beats Kevin Sullivan in 2022. Unheard of. So, it turns out they are on the Judge Steve Harvey show on March 22nd. And JJ, which I had never even heard of. This is another one of these Judge Judy and, you know, all the various TV judges. Hey, are. let me just say something about Steve Harvey. He's my idol because he has a TV show about anything and everything. So just think he has a, he has Family Feud. He yep. has uh, something like Phil Donahue used to have. Uh, then he has this show and just name something and he probably does it. So. Yep. So the Judge Steve Harvey show on March 22nd. So J.J. Dillon says that the taskmaster owes him $7,500 that he loaned him to buy a boat and that he never repaid. And so Kevin Sullivan admits it, admits that he did loan him the money, but he says Dillon said he could pay him whenever. So Kevin Sullivan interpreted that to be that there's no rush, so I'll get to it when I get to it. So Harvey says he acknowledges that he knows these guys from wrestling. He likes wrestling. So he decides to waive the court costs for them. And I'm like, wait, what, what kind of court costs is there? It's a TV show. There's no court costs. What are you talking about? So he does rule that Sullivan must pay J.J. Dillon. So at the end of it all, they hug it out and they remain friends. And uh, I'm told that no shoes were thrown during the filming of that episode and nobody was injured from a flying shoe. So we got at number nine, J.J. Dillon beating Kevin Sullivan in 2022. The thing about it is, is uh, you said something I don't know, but some states make you like if it is a court case, you got to charge something in it. The, yeah. the tax or something goes to the state, which is hilarious. But you got two guys. Well, you think this was a work? Oh, gee, maybe, I wonder. You think, you think maybe. I, uh, I mean, when I saw the picture of Steve Harvey with JJ and Kevin. Yeah. Uh, I cracked up and said, "Oh yeah, it could, it could be a work." So yeah, you think the Jerry stuff, Springer Jerry Springer show might be a work too? What? I don't know. Yeah, that's what I'm told. A rumor has oh, it. I'm not sure. Shit. So all right, number eight. We have a lot of Brock Lesnar news at number eight, and we're not even talking about his his big loss at WrestleMania. By the way, the WrestleMania show was out Tuesday. You can get it mm -hmm. on the main feed there. That's right, WrestleMania 10, 10, 10, 10, right, 10, 10. like uh, Preston Vance. Oh, 10, got 10. another video. No, just kidding. So, all right. So on uh, March 5th, Inside the Ropes decides it's a website. Inside the Ropes says slow news day. So we're going to break this story. <laughs> they do an interview with Brock Lesnar where Brock says that he watches the show Friends. He was a big fan of the show Friends. And that Monica, who is, as we all know, the ex-wife of David Arquette, Courtney Cox, so Monica is his favorite character, to which I reply, who the fuck cares? Oh, who I'm cares? so glad they, oh, come on. It's a remind me of a Tiger Beat or something. About friends and who is the favorite well, character? the Tiger Beat episode. I mean, the Tiger Beat issue with Lesnar. Inside the ropes, breaking the big news stories on March 5th. And his favorite month, so. yogurt is strawberry cream. And I'm told he likes vanilla ice cream, too. And That's walking in the rain. Controversial. So, all right. The so then we have another big story with Brock on March 23rd. Oh, Thunder, Thunder Rosa, as you know, Thunder Rosa had the big win in March. She won the women's title in AEW. She brought out the mariachi, and she, you know, saluted the Mexican culture. And it was the big win for her. So she decides that she's going to go on record ripping Brock for a 2004 this is 18 years ago. She still holds a grudge about this. 2004 SmackDown segment where Brock was wearing a sombrero and used mariachis and made fun of the, the Mexican culture because he was feuding with Eddie Guerrero. So all I got to say is Rosa is always hot. You know, she just so, seems yes, always she pissed is. off. Woo, yeah, the, yes. There's that too. Well, always man. just seems so pissed off about everything. So, I know. I just She got pissed off last month about weaves. Now she's yep. pissed off at Brock. And I just for something that was from 2004. So she's still still pissed about and it. And you so. know, uh, she got uh, there was some controversy about uh, the green card thing that was said about the you know the little angle that they wrote. It, they did that with her, and then you know no one said anything about it, and all of a sudden she's mad at Brock because he's wearing a sombrero with an angle with Eddie Guerrero. So yeah, uh, yeah. it's just crazy, just crazy. Now, but I, I also read that article where. Uh, he also one of his favorite books is the Bible. The Bible. That's Brock? his favorite book. Brock. Did he have yeah, a favorite yeah. character. Was his favorite the favorite character, character was Monica. David. Was it Monica? David. Oh, okay. oh well. Oh, wait, wait. Who is your David favorite? Arquette? No, David my Arquette. 
My favorite character was uh, Chandler Bean. Who was your favorite character? Uh, it had to be uh, Jennifer Aniston. Come on. Oh, she, uh, was, she yeah, she's hot as hell. So yeah, Did to I say this hot day, as hell? to this day. Can you say that? What about the wife? Is the wife there? The wife the don't wife? care. She the knows where I'm care. sleeping tonight. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Get that spunk lube uh, endorsement. All right. So at number seven, Kevin Holland, sushi hero. So on March 14th, UFC welterweight Kevin Holland minding his own business, trying to enjoy some sushi at Raw Sushi in Houston. So some asshole in the restaurant fires a shot, fires a gun. Holland thinks that he hears a champagne bottle going off, but then he sees people running, so he knows something's not right. So this guy, what a what a brave hero, this guy. He races towards the sound of the where the noise comes from. Him and another guy wrestle down the gunman. They get the gun from him, and he puts him out with a rear naked choke, which, again, sounds like a Trammell uh, household, you know, fun time. So rear naked choke on this guy who had the gun. Guy's arrested. No one gets hurt. So Kevin Holland, sushi hero on March 14th. Okay, so I seven. got a couple things to ask you about this uh, when it comes to Sushi Hero. Uh, yes. So I ate a, it was called Super Hero. The Sushi Row was. Does that count as me being a hero in a sushi yes. restaurant? Yes, it oh, does. Okay. Anyway, yeah, do yeah. you eat sushi? Do you eat sushi? I love sushi. I love oh, I sushi. Do. Absolutely yeah. love it. Love it. Love now, it, love you it. guys have something different down south, right? There's like, they do the raw squirrel or something. Yeah, it it's squirreling. I actually yeah. made it's squirreling rabbit. I actually made a homemade sushi one time, <laughs> and I I did the whole rice, the whole shebang, but I put yep. cream cheese, avocado, and bacon. So there you okay. go. That was not sushi, but sushi like. There you go. Shout out to Jamie Ward because there you go. Squirrel and rabbit. Yep, that's right. So all right, at number six, our crime blotter, as sadly always, is overflowing. So. Before we get started on the crime blotter, we are going to say that we're going to cover the Nash Bridges story or Nash Carter, whatever his name is. We'll cover that in April. Also, the Tammy Sitch story, because that pretty much all happened like in the last couple of days. So we're going to cover that in April. But we do know it happened. We got I think we got our number one and number two story for April already. But the crime blotter for March, we got Jorge Masvidal. We've got Conor McGregor. We got Chael Sonnen. So we got some big stories here. We'll get right to it. Jorge Masvidal arrested on March 21st for attacking Colby Covington at Poppy's Steakhouse in Miami. So it was nine days after. And don't they call you Poppy? Isn't that one of your nicknames? K-Fabe, K-Fabe, God. <laughs> so Poppy's Steakhouse. So nine days after their welterweight fight in UFC, Covington had won the fight. So Masvidal, they were former partners and former training partners. They had a falling out, so they hate each other now. Masvidal had said in interviews, if he saw him anywhere, he was going to, quote, break his fucking jaw. So they, of course, he made, uh, Colby Covington made fun of his kids. He went around Miami, which is where Masvidal lives, wearing a King of Miami title belt that he made just to rub it in. So what happened is four masked men attack Colby as he's leaving this poppy's place. He chips a tooth. They cause $15,000 worth of damage to his Rolex. So he says he recognizes Masvidal's voice, even though they had masks on. So what I want to know is how the fuck did this unfold? You know, like, was there surveillance in the restaurant saying, hey, uh, Colby, he's here. He's or Masvidal. He's here. Colby's eating here. We got to get over here. And then he rounds up his three other henchmen and they put masks on. You know, there was something. Yeah, they they probably uh, I'm just going to say this. I mean, they probably were surveillance and him or had paid somebody to do it. And they just followed him around. Boom. Yeah. That's where he went. And then they got to him. This is just scary, man. I mean, uh, it's professional. It shows you. We've talked about this before. And it's one of the reasons we uh, added MMA uh, to to this show uh, when we started doing it is that you just got. And I guess the best word to say is just a bunch of thugs that work for UFC. And, and it seems to be the best fighters, too. Uh, what's, some what's of the so best fighters are the big thugs. <laughs> It's so interesting that they were in the cage nine days ago and they were beating each other up mercilessly, you know, and getting paid for it. And it was perfectly legal. But then nine days later at Poppy's, that can't, that, that ain't going to work. So I'm wondering if Judge Steve Harvey is going to get this case. Uh, so, all right. Then we also have Conor McGregor's 912th arrest. So March 19th uh, in Dublin. This one isn't really a big one. He's pulled over for road traffic violations. There's no alcohol and no drugs involved. 
just dangerous driving, probably driving at like 150 miles an hour or something. So for me on this one, it's just Connor being typical Connor being an asshole. So, and then finally, Chael Sonnen arrested on March 16th with 11 counts of battery for a December 18th incident in Vegas where he beat up six people. I'm like, holy shit, six people. So there's some kind of altercation at the Luxor Hotel and Casino. He allegedly punched, kneed, and choked six different people, five men and one woman. So the judge originally the judge threw the case Five out. Man and one woman. One woman, yeah. Which you right, know, so she was the one that was standing behind all of them, going, right. "Get him! Get him! She get him!" Did, did she have a southern accent too, like that? Yeah, she did. Exactly the <laughs> get way. Him. Get him! Get him! him! So the judge threw out the case, but then the charges are refiled. So I just got to say, beating up six people, pretty impressive. Even if they're gonna, you know, give him a slap on the wrist or something, because. I just I'm impressed that the guy beat up six people. So he shouldn't have beat up the woman. Obviously, that's beside the point. But anyway, Chael Sonnen, Jorge Masvidal, and Conor McGregor in our crime blotter this month. Oh man, I just uh, I just commented during the whole thing, but I just think uh, if we would have been there and been one or two of the six, that sucker would have went down. That's all he I can say. Down. He would have yeah, went down for sure. So, yeah. 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 All right, man, we're going to take a quick commercial break. If you're listening to us on audio, if you're on video, we're just going to stare at each other for like 10 seconds, and we'll be right back with 5, 4, 3, 2, and Wait, this 1. Way. Are you enjoying the episode? Well, Cash App us. That's right, dollar sign B-T-S-T-S. You don't have Cash App? Download it and get $5. That's right, $5. That's dollar sign B T S T S. Dollar sign B T S T S. Hey, just a quick reminder subscriber of $5, $7, or $10 at www.patreon.com slash shooting the shiznit without a G. That's right, shooting the shiznit without a G. Our Uber Eats code Eats Dash Brian T two four seven nine O U E. That's Eat Dash Brian T two four seven nine zero U E. Use that code and get twenty dollars off a twenty five dollar order. Hey, I just want to take a moment to tell you about Athletic Brewing Company. This might sound strange to some people. But ABC makes non-alcoholic brews. That's right. I like to taste the beer with my food, but not the alcohol. If you go to tiny.one slash stspod2022, that's tiny.one slash stspod2022, and try a six-pack, use that link. If you buy a six-pack, you get one for free. Athletic Brewing Company. Shooting the Shiznit is exclusively sponsored this month by SpunkLube.com. SpunkLube is an award-winning personal lubricant that's fun. SpunkLube is available in four varieties, hybrid, pure silicone, natural, and pink. The newest addition to the SpunkLube family is SpunkLube Pink. The pink formula is colorful and fun to use. It's a special hybrid formula that's non-sticky and non-staining. All of their products are shipped in discreet packaging from D Enterprises. Please go to spunklube.com and order a unique, fun-to-use personal lubricant. Wrestling and American Hostile Championship Wrestling are headed to Ripley, Tennessee for a hostile takeover. Friday, April 15th, 7 p.m. bell time at the National Guard Armory. Get your tickets right now at championshipwrestlingmemphis.com. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. We want to thank our sponsors, Patreon, Spunkalube, Cash App. If you're watching right now and you're having a good time, uh, go ahead and quit watching and continue your good time. No, go ahead, cash app us at dollar sign B T S T S or go to spunkloop.com and tell them Lance and BT sent you. 
Uh, Spunk Lube is always fun, even on Saturday nights. So there you go. There you if go. You go to, if you go to cashapp.com, I get one tenth of one percent of every dollar you pledge. That's right. Lance does. Lance. Yes. So that gives him at least some right. pork and bean cans. We do want to say thank you to Patreon. Uh, we had our biggest month ever. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, thank it you had guys. probably a lot to do with Dustin Star, but we appreciate it, Dustin. Uh, we and appreciate the anybody store. and the record store. and the record sure. store. Yes, yes. Yeah. And I want to say, uh, guys, I want to challenge everybody that's at the dollar tier. You stay. You can stay at the dollar tier forever, uh, mm-hmm. and don't make me say your names because I will. Uh, but man, go up to the five because if you go up to the five, it helps us a little bit more, and it also. In 12 months, you get a free T-shirt. So there you, you go. You get more right, shots at the Thunder Rosa T-shirt. Yeah, you'll get like two. You you actually get two uh, two right. turns of the wheel uh, yep. next time we give away. So five, four, three, two, one, get it going, Lance. All right, at number five, where it always is, is Smut. It's not what you're thinking if you're a new listener. It's not what you're thinking. Smut is social it's exactly media. What you're thinking? It, so. Well, that is on the weekends at the Trammel House. So. Smut is social media uproar time, where we document some of the fights and battles and skirmishes on social media. So this month we have Ricochet, we got Rhonda and Becky, and we got Madden and Flair. So our guy Ricochet, we love Ricochet. He's a good guy. We do love Ricochet. Great performer. Rico. Rico. Yeah, we call him Rico because we're insiders. That's right. I forgot about that. So we got Rico. He rips the fans for not leaving them alone, leaving the wrestlers alone at the airports and while they're having dinner and stuff like that. So he says, you know, when you're going to do meet and greets and signings, that's perfectly fine. But don't bother us while we're at 5 a.m. at the airport and we're tired or we're having dinner. Just leave us alone. So I don't blame him because Neckbeard Nation has no boundaries, Brian. We know this. They, it's been years. I just want to – Rico's – I mean, he's just speaking up. But they've been doing this uh, Oh yeah. back in the days when – Tom Robinson was one of the guys that would show up and ended up, uh, you know, doing taking a lot of people, driving them around and, and becoming a guy that helped them. But there was a lot of those people that would just stand around to get your picture taken. And, get, yeah. and apparently they're arriving at the airports and stuff with suitcases – yeah. Full of stuff Stalking. for them to sign. Yeah, talking. Oh, so I oh, don't shit. blame Rico at all for that one. I don't so, and some of these guys probably don't even bathe. But anyway, all right. So then our next thing on Smut uh, survey showing that Ronda Rousey is the most abused female athlete on Twitter. I think abuse is a bit of a stretch on the word. It's the most criticized female athlete on Twitter is what it really means. So and that Becky Lynch is number three. No, so yeah, yeah, that's crazy, man. So I and then the one that really struck me. I mean, both of those we'll get to, but Simone Biles, the gymnast, Simone Biles was number two, which I don't get that at all. I mean, okay, so a couple things here. There's a lot of maybe like me. There's a lot of Misha Tate fans out there. There's a lot of Travis Brown haters. That's why uh, Rhonda gets all kinds of criticism. Becky is a heel, so Becky taking shit on Twitter is because she's a, yeah, but she was getting, yeah, she's getting shit on Twitter when she's a baby face for some reason. Just like the deal with Seth. Yeah. Yeah. I get it with that. But the one that the, the, the the category here that doesn't make any sense to me is the real athletes, like the Serena Williams and the Simone Biles getting all kinds of criticism on Twitter. I guess for Simone Biles, it would be, you know, she took time off for her mental health and stuff like that. And people are heartless. They don't give a shit. So they're going to, yeah, hurt. they're going to bitch at her for not going for the gold medal or whatever. So I guess that's probably why she took heat. But Rhonda, it's because she's a flaming asshole. But that's beside the point. So yeah. I get Since it. You I know her it. personally. Yeah. I know her personally. So and then on yeah. March 27th, we have Mark Madden saying he's quitting the Flair podcast. Flair, of course, rebutting, saying he was fired. Uh, and that this whole thing, this whole incident ends a 35-year friendship from these two. So Madden says that TK, we call him TK, and apparently Madden does too, so well, he's the insider. Says, Mad's the well, insider. Of yeah. course, like just like us. So TK yeah, backed yeah. off on hiring Flair after uh, Dark Side aired, the Dark Side about the plane ride from hell. Totally a believable statement there because everybody backed off of Flair. That car, crack, car, whatever finance commercial, the windshield commercials that he had. Everybody dumped Ric Flair at that point after that Dark Side episode aired. So for Madden to say that is totally believable that TK backed off on hiring him. I think he was supposed to be Mr. Andre's manager, wasn't he? Isn't that what he was going to be, be Mr. Andre's manager? And then there were all kinds of stuff that happened there. And yeah. at least, uh, at least we wouldn't have to hear him talk. So uh, I, I hate it for Flair. Flair's this is a second. Uh, he even tried to do a uh, a podcast with Conrad and couldn't do it. 
And apparently he's going back to Conrad. Uh, yeah. Madden also said that Flair's back to drinking heavily and all that. And that's probably what that's got to do with. I hate it for Flair. You know, he's an, he, he's just an alcoholic. He's, a, he, you know, he's got a problem and, and, and he's off the wagon. Uh, but, you know, he just, he tarnishes his legend. And I don't know if he can keep, if he tarnishes it more. I don't know if it can be tarnished anymore. Uh, but you have to just look at him in the ring and then forget about what's going on outside the ring. You know, in this battle, I side with Mark Madden because what bothers me, yeah. one of the biggest thing that bothers me about Ric Flair is he capitalizes the first letter in every tweet. Of every every tweet. Yes, yes. It's every oh, word. First letter is always capitalized. So as far as I'm concerned, Ric Flair has no credibility there. So I side with Mark Madden on this one. So at number five is all of our smut stories. So, all right, number four, Merch Mania. We got Merch Mania covering. We got Tony Storm. We got Mike Tyson. Once again, we have Ric Flair. And we have Chelsea Green. So we're going to start with Tony Storm. She totally leans into the whole, you know, the whole nice booty thing that, that people say about her. Totally leans into it. Launches an OnlyFans on March 19th, netting $33,000 on day one-ish. She gets $33,000. So all these signups. So I say good for her. You know, she you did some research it. on this too. I what, did a little bit of research. Cost? What's it's, her cost? Uh, I think it's $20 a month. I want to say it's 20 a month. So it's uh, just basically, I have not looked at hers, but it's soft core stuff. I'm sure it's just soft core stuff. Uh, but she calls herself a badass wrestler. Let's see. What is the exact line? I don't want to mess it up. Badass wrestler with the best ass, fat ass Aussie. And she has the peach emoji. So she's completely leaning into the whole butt thing here. So good for good her. For her. Say, good for her but- to Tony Storm for making that money. Here's the thing, man. I, I'm all for it, but I'm I'm not giving it to so-called superstar or a name. I'm not giving my OnlyFan allowance that the wife gave me. <laughs> I am giving it to it's it's going to be like a mid-age uh, housewife. That's that's the ones I'm giving my money to. So I think you should get the Oliver Luck OnlyFans. I think there we go. <laughs> there's going to be something hot going on there. All right. So further on the uh, merch mania here, we got Mike Tyson partnering with Rick Flair to sell cannabis. So this uh, match made in heaven. So a company called Tyson 2.0 merges with Rick Flair drip to sell legal cannabis. So I'm just going to say shaking my head SMH on that one. So let them, they, they deserve each other. If he's walking away from Mark Madden, let him work with uh, Mike Tyson. So, and then finally, well, we got let Chelsea. me say real quick, it is one of those things where because uh, weed is so available to people now, then you're going to get all kinds of sponsorships and stuff. It, yeah. it, this, there'll be all kinds of people do this. Uh, all I could tell people to do, and I know you won't understand what I'm saying here, and I don't no. have to explain it to you, wah, wah, but wah, just, wah, you know, wah. buy from your local plug. I mean, come on, guys, do that, <laughs> do that. All right, go ahead. All right, finally, Chelsea Green. She turns heel this month and launches her merch. Her new merch is Chelsea 469. The whole whole schematic of, well, the Austin 316 is the font, and she has Chelsea You'll have to explain that on Patreon to me. Yeah, we'll draw a picture for you. I don't get it. So also, another thing that she had happen this month is she fakes an injury at the uh, Impact Sacrifice pay-per-view, and then she tweets, and this is the actual quote, Chelsea Green fools all the marks into thinking she broke her arm. Proves the internet is fucking useless. So, A, hilarious. Love the tweet. But B, isn't marks? That is a condemned word. Dave Meltzer has said marks uh, Well, the thing about it is, it's so, it's so we stupid. We can't use that word. That's a dirty word. That's taboo. So it I doesn't salute bother Chelsea me. Green for the freedom of speech of using the word marks, for, for God's sake. Good for what you. gets me is that it was an angle. Everybody knew it was an angle. No one said, I mean, they may have told somebody that it was a, a legit injury, whatever. It ain't a big deal. Most of the time when they do in, injury angles, it is injury angles. It's not like the Marks don't know any better. Marks is uh, one of those words, I guess, because it's it become because of the, you know, a fool's born every day. And a lot of the workers, Stephen Regal was sp- talking about it, feel that it's a derogatory term uh, because marks actually provide you with a living. So why are you, why are you, you know, doing that towards them? They're customers. I believe that's what I'm <coughs> right. Told. They're customers. They're so customers, you wouldn't be yeah. bad to your customers. Yeah. 
Well, I think the I think the broken arm angle that they did was playing off of the fact that she has broken her arm like two or three times before in matches. It's actually so seventy two times. Seventy two times she broke her arm. That's almost as many times as Conor McGregor's been arrested. So, all right, four, at number three, four, the Pammy six, nine. Four, at, six, yeah, four six nine. I'll draw you a picture it. on the Patreon. All right, so, all right, all right okay. at number three, the Pammy and Sammy and Ty show continues. So after poor Pam gets dumped, we've covered this practically every month now. After poor Pam gets dumped, and of course it was not Ty's fault. You know, that was what they went on record right away. Not Ty's fault. Now we can't stop seeing these two together on TV. They're, they go on record that they're together after all the denials. So in the month of March, Scorpio Sky wins the TNT title from Sammy. And oh, there's all yeah. this, this great angle of, you know, Dan Lambert wearing the interim title, kissing the belt, you know, and they put a picture up of Sammy and Ty in bed naked with the belt. And they're talking about, you know, what what did they do around the belt and how Lambert was kissing the belt and, you know, make sure. And so she tweets every time, enjoy your time cleaning the title. So I thought that was actually a funny post. There were a lot of comments on there. Very, like, it was very black and white. Either you thought it was like juvenile, grow up, you two. I loved it, in a, but it. I'm still team Pammy. I'm still team uh, Pammy. Team Homely. Yeah, we're Team Homely here. Team so, Pammy. Pammy. Pam. Poor Pam. So there's now merch of of uh, Ty and Sammy. There's T-shirts. I sent you the picture of the T-shirt the other day. I want to know if Pam gets a cut of this because that be. would only she be fair. Be that would yep, only be yep. fair. So And then I got to say, they need to turn Sammy and Ty as soon as possible because the other night when we were watching Dynamite and they were on, Immediately, we're just turned off to these two already because they, they are. Can't they're, be, so they're, they're so They're so over the top the as far as like they're yes, always yes. on TV. Oh, they're yes. always together now. It's like, come on, just TK. Here's my advice: turn them as soon as possible and get ahead of this because the fans are going to start shitting on the two of them real soon. So, and that's a, I agree. An I agree. omen they for our, turn, our top yeah. story this month. So, all right, number two, number two, Will Smith, combat sportsman. So we have Will Smith. You know, we have to cover this because obviously it happened to. in March. We have to. So at the Oscars on March 27th, Chris Rock makes the G.I. Jane joke. You know, we've all heard the story, but he makes the hairless joke about Jada Pinkett. So or, uh, Will Smith calmly walks up on stage. I'm watching the Oscars live. I might have been the only one. In our you always do. Live. Yeah, you always so do. So I'm yeah. watching it. And Will Smith very calmly gets up, walks onto the stage, slaps the shit out of Will Smith or out of uh, Chris Rock, rather who remains standing. So I'm like, immediately, there, and then he goes off saying, he goes back to his seat, just as calmly goes back to his seat, says, keep my wife's name out of your fucking mouth. And of course, they bleep everything, but we got the Australian feed or whatever, so we all got to hear it, the Chinese feed, whatever it was. So we got to hear it. So the immediate debate breaks out online. Was it real? Or was it a shoot? Was it a work? And so movie critics like Richard Roper, this is the one that got me, Richard Roper within like a minute or two, Chicago's very own Richard Roper, who I generally like, within like two minutes of this happening, I tweeted just WTF. I'm like, what the fuck just happened? And Roper right away within two minutes tweets out that it was fake. And I'm like, oh, I don't know. As a wrestling fan, I'm conditioned to watching this stuff. I'm conditioned to believing nothing at this point. I believed every bit of that. And the one thing that we talked about that gave it away was Will Smith swearing on live TV. You would not have seen Will Smith saying, keep your my wife's name out of your fucking mouth on live TV. You know, So to me, that was the giveaway that it was all legit. I think what people were focusing on was the fact that Chris Rock didn't go down. You know, He just took it and stood there and kept going with his monologue. Here so, is the rule. Here's the rule between work and shoot. Always the rule. I don't know if it's going to apply here. But if you see something happen and you question whether it was a work or shoot, you will know months later, not now, but months later. So if Chris Rock and Will Smith do something together, a fight or something, or they're in the mm. corner of somebody, it was all a work. It probably was not a work. They might want people to think it was. Now, uh, Chris was just so embarrassed. Uh you could just see it all over his face. It did not look like a, a I say it was a shoot. You yeah. voted to shoot. I seen I Dutch said, Mantel. I seen a totally bunch of a uh, pro wrestlers say it was a work, but everything's a work to pro old pro wrestlers. Yeah. So I just say uh, I say shoot. So that so was a. He, can you believe? Go ahead. He's now apologized and he's been 
he's quit the academy, so he's resigned from the academy, and the academy is actually mulling whatever the punishment is going to be for him over this incident on live TV. So that's another thing. There's no way they're gonna they're gonna ruin their reputations by working together on something like that. And now he may not be eligible for an Oscar. You know, that could be one of the sanctions that he's never eligible for an Oscar again. It wouldn't be worth it. If he does something like that, we know for sure it was all a shoot. It was not something that they put together. Even Lawler put the thing with him and Kaufman because it was, everyone thought it was a shoot. And then, and Lawler finally came out, you know, well, he actually came out to us one time and told us about it. Uh, but then came out, you know, when telling the story about it, that it was all the work. All right, man, we're at the number one, but I got a surprise for you, Lance, here. Oh, for boy, here one. we go for number I one. I got a surprise me... for you, right? I now. don't know if I'm going to be able to make it through this story. This is too much. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. A surprise. Right. This is America's shitting his pants expert, <laughs> Richard Mulligan. Richard, welcome you know, to the show. You know, on the Pawn Star show where they bring something in and they go, I don't know how much it's worth. I've got to take it to my guy. I'm the guy when it comes to shitting pants. That's he okay. is. And so what we wanted to do before we got to number one, Richard, is he shit his pants more than anyone that we know. He actually uh, will text you and say, I shit my pants. Yeah. So before Lance, number one, me and Richard think Lance is a liar. Lance says he's never shit his pants. So, Richard, you think he's a liar, right? Yes. Yeah, I mean, there's yeah, two there's two types of people in this world, the people that shit their pants and the people that lie about it. Yeah, yeah, that's the way I feel. <laughs> and so what we wanted to do, since number one is the big month for shitting your pants, then Richard's going to tell his best shitting pants story, and I'm going to tell my best one, and then you can go to number one, okay? So you guys are going first, and then you yes, can we're actually... Yes, go first, and then go to number one. Right. At right. some point, you should hook me up to a lie detector. Maybe we should do that on, <laughs> on one of these shows. All right, Richard, tell us your best shit in your pants story. So I don't have a, I, I told, I think the best one on uh, P3 radio a couple months back about uh Colin Ray concert that I was at and uh, uh, accidentally happening and then trying to figure out what to do with my underwear and then doing hobo watch in the bathroom. I realized, oh, you could just throw these things away. Uh, but the one that made me feel just helpless uh, I got I got and I'm gonna be honest with you. It's not like I'm just sitting there and just all of a sudden it happens and I have no sphincter control. Uh, <laughs> most of this comes from trusting a fart, something you're never supposed to do. Well, that's true. Um, yeah, yeah. So never but, trust a fart. Never. Over Christmas, right after Christmas, right before New Year's, I got a stomach bug that was the world's worst stomach bug I've ever had in my life. Uh like it was just I got COVID three weeks later and it, it was nowhere near the stomach bugs intensity. Uh, I remember I was so afraid uh, of sleeping in my bed because I literally did not want to shit the shit bed. bed. I was sleeping on a mat on the floor and, and I woke up sometime around 3 a.m. And it was like, um, you know that scene where the the mob guy gets up and he's feeling like in the covers and there's a horse head and he feels the blood and stuff. There was no horse head. Um, it was just my wet my wet um, basketball short. And I remember getting up feeling like and when you when you crap your pants and you're sitting down, you you try to get up in the way that you know requires the least amount of damage to your property and said stuff. <laughs> So I'm I'm trying to do this like plank get up yoga position, which is making my stomach worse. Get a shower, change, feel like a pathetic loser. Luckily, nothing got on the bed. Went to went to sleep, coughed, and within oh, no. minutes of laying down, it was all over. I had to do it all over again. So oh, that, that was the cough. time. I, yeah, that was the time I felt the most helpless. No, oh, well, the most helpless. I, I, here's my best one because. It also has my ex-wife in it. So my ex-wife bugs the shit out of me. Look, literally, see what we're doing Uh, about getting a new car. So we don't have any money. We're broke. I'm running a restaurant. She wants a new car. I get her a new car. And in all of this, I go on a diet and I'm trying to lose weight with a pill. They had a pill, and Richard, you might be able to help me with the name of it. I could not remember the name of it. What it did was it uh, – you couldn't eat anything fatty because it would shoot the fat out. It would make yeah. you poop. I think it was called McLean or something. That's what I want to call it. It's yeah. not – that might be a burger. 
Uh, McLeod was a McDonald's sandwich. <laughs> oh, my yeah, bad, my bad. Don't uh, blaspheme McDonald's it, like that. So the side effect was that if you did, if you were still taking a pill and you decided to to eat pizza, then you shit your pants or you was uh, you had to be right by a toilet. So I'm at work. I'm working at a factory and I call my wife and I said, you got to come get me. I said, I've pooped like four times and I'm scared <laughs> that I'm going I'm to crap scared. my pants. Yeah, because it's. It, I'm just going to be so vulgar here, but it was just, it's grease. It's just slick. It is, yeah. You know, and you're thinking to yourself, oh my God, I'm going to shit my pants at the uh, factory. I get in the car and we're driving in her the new brand car. new car with yeah. not leather seats, but cloth seats. <laughs> oh. And we're driving and we get almost home and she almost. says, she's yelling at me. She says, you better not shit in my car. You better not. You better not. So she just keeps on and I'm sitting there, you know, holding it in as much as I can. And we turned toward our house and you had to go over a railroad track. And when we went over the railroad track, that came was it. That was it. It was it. There was a big old grease spot like this big on that seat. Oh. And I never would clean it. She had to clean the car. So that, that's my favorite uh, shit oh. in my pants story. But I did, before we got to number one, I had to bring the expert Richard in. Richard, yep. go ahead and put over your podcast and we'll kick you out of here. P3 Radio, all one word on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora. Uh, we, I think we're selling some tapes at a gas station next week. I mean, it's it's it, you have to really not be able to like – like not look for it to f- not find it. I mean, it's, it's everywhere you find your show. So uh, I do want to say, I, uh, I want to say thank you for you guys to have me on. Um, I didn't tell my mom I was going to be on this one for obvious reasons. Um, but <laughs> I, <laughs> mom, come I, on to the show. Let I, me tell you about how I feel so left out that I don't have one of these stories to share, but I will have four stories that I could share after this. All right. Thanks Richard. I appreciate yep. you coming Thanks, on. Richard. Hey, guys. All right. So, All right, hold on. Let us get back to normal here. And then we're going to talk about number one for the month. And it has to do with, as I said, shitting your pants all it over the was, place. So here we go. It was big, a big month for shitting one's pants. Not one, not two, not three. Four shitting the pants stories. So even double what we just heard, the treat that we just had from, uh, from BT and Richard. So we got four shitting the pants stories that hit the fan, as it were, in March. So we're starting off with Jonah. Uh, on March 18th on the Sammy Callahan podcast. Who knew that he had a podcast, but he does. So Jonah reveals that in an NXT match in Australia, Duke Hudson, who is now on NXT 2.0, who weighed in at 295 pounds at the time, stomps on Jonah's stomach in a match, and he shits clean out of his gear. The shit just went flying right out of his gear. And Jonah says, we got to go home. And I'm like, yes, we are. That's a, yes, that's an understatement. That is an understatement. So that is the first shitting the pants story is him acknowledging that he shit his pants in the ring. Then there is a tweet on March 15th from Madison Square Garden. It was the big WWE house show pre WrestleMania. So a tweet on March 5th, or not March 5th, I'm sorry, March 5th at the house show saying that there is a foul odor in section 105 and that security is trying to find out who defecated in their seat. That is the official explanation. That somebody Can you imagine in their your seat. boss tells you that? Your boss says, look, hey, yeah. here's what I want you to do. You know, I want you to find out who shit their pants. Somebody so shit in their seat, in their pants, in their seat at Madison Square Garden. That is the, the most famous stadium in the world or whatever it's called. The most famous arena in the world. How dare you shit in your pants at Madison Square Garden? That should be a criminal offense right there. So then that's two. Then our third story, we have UFC, the UFC feud between Ilya Tapuria and Patty Pimblett. So they get into a spat on March 15th at the hotel, the UFC hotel in London, before the pay-per-view. So they start arguing. Pimblett threw paper at Tapuria. Now, right there alone, throwing paper at Whoa. him. This is yes, a, a yes. punishable oh. offense right there. The paper was thrown. Hey, so I just want to stop right here with that. It may have been toilet paper. paper. I don't know. My buddy Richard, uh, Richie Barrett, who's uh, been in a hospital the last few weeks or, or the last week, we, we wish you good well. But he actually, you're not going to believe this, but he threw, <laughs> he threw a toothpick one time at his sister. 
Nice. A toothpick. Can you believe that? Rest in peace, Scott Hall. So, all right. So they, <laughs> these two guys, Tapuria and Pimblet, are like start swinging at each other. It's broken up. So later, Tapuria posts on his Instagram. This is the exact quote. I warned you. This is what happens when you disrespect me and my country. You saw me and wanted to greet me. And here's the key line. Because you shit your pants. So I'm like, wait, why was that even? It's Who like shit totally, your pants? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm so Tapuria is claiming that Patty Pimblet shit his pants. So we're going to further explore the story. We want to know what happened here. Why was there a, shit, a pants shitting incident invoked here? So, and then finally, the final shitting the pants story for the month is Dave Meltzer reported the passing of Caveman Broda at 68. He was sort of a Bruiser Brody kind of character, but a smaller guy. His claim to fame in wrestling lore was his ability to fart at will, often in his opponent's faces. So he bragged that he had held the world record for shitting himself, both on purpose and accidentally. So I'm like, wait, there's an on purpose shitting yourself? Is that is that a thing? Maybe you and Richard... Maybe, maybe you and Richard can explain that. I one may to have too. to confess so, I might have done my shitty myself in that car on to purpose. ruin that so car. That, so caveman Broda, I mean, may he rest in peace. But his claim to fame is the ability to fart at will and shitting himself in the ring and and defiling his opponents in the ring. So I got to admit, at number one, these are some of the shittiest stories we've ever covered. On ah, I don't get it. Look, I'm still thinking about that 469. What the hell is that? Yeah, hey, guys, join us for Patreon. We got well, a few honorable mentions. We're going to talk about a cell phone. And Lance doesn't know this. I've had all these surprises for Lance. I'm uh, I've, got a, I've got another surprise for him. I've got a two confessions. All right. Tell him I gotta confess something to Lance. It's another pants shitting story, I'm sure. Two confessions, guys. Joined Patreon only five bucks. Uh, we're gonna go off the live feed here in just a second. There's no format it. on that Patreon, right? It's pretty freewheeling, not like this. It's freewheeling, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. This is too regimented and formatted. So if you don't like the structure <laughs> here, join us on the Patreon because there we really let our hair down. All right, same bad time, same bad channel on the best little wrestling podcast in the business. Be there, and as everyone knows, I love my mama. And I will continue to be the poster child of those of us who have never shit our pants, proudly Liar. never shit our pants. So, And I have fun everywhere I go. Not shitting my pants. Memphis wrestling is hotter than ever. Join us Sunday, April 10th. Everybody dies. But one, the murder hawk monster Lance Archer returns to Memphis wrestling to go one-on-one -on -one with the gun show Brett Michaels. Then, on Friday, April 15th, Memphis Wrestling and the American Hostile Championship Wrestling are coming to Ripley, Tennessee's National Guard Armory for a hostile takeover. Tickets start at just six bucks and get yours at championshipwrestlingmemphis.com. And on April 16th, Memphis Wrestling Saturday Night returns to the Wrestle Center with special guest Impact Wrestling megastar, outlandish Zicky Dice. That's Saturday, April 16th at the Wrestle Center. All tickets are on sale now. Get yours right now at championshipwrestlingmemphis.com. Campbell, Missouri, April the 9th, American Hostile Championship Wrestling at the Campbell Community Center. Bill time 730, call 636-232-3313. All the top American Hostile Championship Wrestling stars and Rhino. Gore! Gore! This episode is also brought to you by SpunkLoop.com. Remember when you're getting funky like a monkey, if you know what I mean, use Spunky. That's right. Go to www.SpunkLoop.com and tell them STS Pod sent you. You want the best, you got the best. The best little wrestling podcast in the business. All episodes on www.stspod.club. Did you enjoy that episode? Cat!
cash app us at dollar sign BTSTS. If you've never downloaded the cash app app, download it today. You'll get a free, that's right, a free $5 for using the code dollar sign BTSTS. That's dollar sign BTSTS. That was another great episode of Shooting the Shiznit. Thank you for listening, and thank you to all our sponsors. A big shout-out to Bob McGee at Pro Wrestling's Between the Sheets. Remember, you can reach us on Twitter at ComicBookMarkBT, Instagram at BT Shooting the Shiznit. That's right, Shooting the Shiznit without a G. Facebook Shooting the Shiznit, and Facebook Cool Kids Wrestling and MMA Talk. If we don't like you in that group, first you have to ask to get in. If we don't like you, we'll kick you out. All the episodes are at one place, and that's www.stspod.club. Podcast Roll Call. Who's Right Podcast. Homeboys Podcast. P3 Radio, my buddies Richard Jocks. My World with Conrad Thompson and my friend Jeff Jarrett. Lance's favorite include Nickology, Rock Solid, Playlist Wars, I'm Bad Podcast. Hey guys, remember, keep your feet on the ground and keep reaching for the stars. <laughs>